Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hi, Nikki. It's nice to have you on the show. You're welcome. Thank you for honoring the invite. It means a whole lot. Thank you so very much. So, let's get started by getting to know you, Nikki. So, introduce yourself to us. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. I'm actually originally uh, an immigrant to Canada from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was um, 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran. And my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall. This wasn't going to be a great place to raise a Christian family anymore. So he made a plan and he got us out of Iran and he took us to Canada where I now live. And, you know, when I was 11, I didn't want to leave my home. I didn't want to leave my friends. But looking back, it was the best move my dad could have made for us. He took us from tyranny to freedom. He took us from a war-torn situation to a peaceful one. And that was a beautiful thing. And everybody, I think wants to be free. Everybody wants to live in peace. So I was very grateful to my father for doing that. And my father was an entrepreneur. He believed in people. He always used to tell me, life is about people, son. It's not about money. It's not about uh, numbers. He said, even business is about people, son. It's not about money. And I'd go, dad, what are you talking about? Business is about money. You have to have money to do business. He goes, yes, but you only have money to solve a problem for somebody And then when you solve a problem for somebody, you earn a right to make a profit. And, you know, that's what my dad was like. If he knew you, he he was in your corner. If you were trying to get a job, he'd sit you in his office, make calls to all his friends till he got you a job. If you were trying to start a business, he'd sit down with you and help you get a business started. If you were trying to buy a car or a house, dad would kind of give you a loan to buy that car or house if the bank wouldn't give you quite enough. And he'd never accept repayment for the loan. He was an amazing man. I wanted to be like him. So that's that really has been my focus. Dad will always tell me that person in front of you, that's someone's son, that's someone's brother, that's someone's father, that's someone's husband. You know, that's a hero to somebody. And you need to make sure that they see you as the solution to a problem, not a bigger problem. And I wanted to be like my father. That's that's really my focus in business is dad always passed the torch to me to believe in people, to love people, and to help them win. Beautiful, beautiful. Your dad was such a great man, I must confess, because, you know, and it's such a privilege, a great privilege to have such an amazing father. You know, however is all of the fathers in the world can He like your dad in terms of giving advices and training their kids in the way they ought to go. Your dad played an important role in your life. That's so good. So, you know, business, okay? I found out that most people in the world don't have this understanding when it gets to a certain point in their businesses. They don't know why their businesses are failing. They don't even have the knowledge required of them to 
run a business i hear someone say um this is my third time running this business and it keeps failing i feel like um i'm under a spell i feel like maybe um this is a spiritual attack and you know in most cases that stuff occurred because they lacked knowledge you get it they lack knowledge so it's such a great privilege to have you on the show i want you to talk to us about um business from the standpoint of let's firstly begin this way what is a branded authority you got that yeah you know a branded authority is like a thought leader so what's a thought leader a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something versus an expert who's just someone who knows something like thought leaders are rare and valuable experts are a dime a dozen right so if you're branded people know you for who you are to give you an example right um there are car companies in the world there's a car company called gm there's a car company called tesla right gm you probably don't know who the president is tesla everyone knows it's elon musk he's a branded authority so who do you want to be do you want to be gm or do you want to be tesla well of course you want to be tesla because if you're known by people people respect you and they come out come and listen to you and what you're all about they're interested in what you have to say in the world and and to me that's the most important thing when you're a branded authority you can get more business you get more trust you get more people seeking you out that's what it's all about i love that example that example is so um, relatable okay so um what if someone asks Hey Nikki, how can I become a branded authority? How how can I go about it? What would your response be? Well, I think that's a really good question. The first thing is you want to build a reputation for yourself as a heart-driven, caring person who wants to help people win because I think that's a reputation that makes you branded as a caring person number 1. Secondly, you have to find a way so you don't try to do all things for all people. You know what I mean? Uh you can't sell everything to everybody. You want to sell one thing to one particular group of people. So if you are a doctor, do you want to just be a general doctor or do you want to be a heart surgeon? You want to be a heart surgeon. It's better, right? If you're a coach, do you want to be a general coach or do you want to be a business coach for exporters? Well, it's better to be a business coach for exporters. because then all the exporters are going to seek you out, right? I had a client, he was a business coach. He used to be a, a senior executive at a manu but he didn't like the job, so he left, he became a business coach. And when he met me, he said, "Okay, I want to make the same amount of money I made in uh, manufacturing as an executive." He made $350,000 a year. As a business coach, he made less than a quarter of that. You know what I mean? And I, he said, "How do I make the same money I used to make?" Well I said okay what do you do now he says well I you know I do everything for everybody and I said no 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 man so we narrowed his focus to lawyers sole proprietor law firms who wanted to double triple their business so with our help he took his business from just this size and he made it this size he started making twice as much money as he made as an executive because he focused on just lawyers that are sole proprietors instead of I'll do anything for everybody. So that's how you do it. Beautiful, beautiful. Now I am learning. Oh no, I am learning. Beautiful. Okay. Um 
let's talk about um, freedom. Okay, so why is freedom um, important, and why does free enterprise matter? You got that? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So everybody wants to be free. God made us free. It's only men and governments that try to enslave us. And governments all over the place are trying to enslave us to work for them. But God made us free. Everyone wants to be free. And without freedom, you can't have a business because people are telling you what to do. You can't have free enterprise. You, you and I can't voluntarily agree to do business with each other. So you got to get the government and men out of the way and you got to let God and his freedom take care of everything for you because freedom allows us all to win. So we need to stand up for freedom. I know like, you know, you live in Nigeria, right? Nigeria is a beautiful country. But Nigeria has had a lot of problems in the last few years, all kinds of, you know, terrorists and, you, you know, sectarian violence between Muslim and Christian and all that kind of stuff, right? That makes it difficult to live freely. But if the people of Nigeria, they... They stood up and said, we don't want any of this crap anymore. We just want to be free to be left alone to live our lives. It makes life better for all Nigerians. Everybody wins. And you really want a situation where life is better for all Nigerians. And I say Nigeria, but this is the case for almost every country. Even in America, it's starting to get stupid like this. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Uh, it, it's crazy. So it's, it's our job, I think, for all of us to stand up for freedom. And those people that seek to enslave us, we need... Beautiful. People, I am so sure that the listeners, by the time they are going to be listening to this, they are going to be learning amazing stuff. Because you're spotting out some beautiful things that I am happy about. That's so good. So, you know, you talked about how you helped. Was it your friend who was in a manufacturing company? Or a client? Okay, a client. Okay. He was a client. A client. Okay. So, how can an entrepreneur at $20,000 to $100,000 to their income this year. You know, this part is something most people will be so much interested in. I tell you. You got it? <laughs> okay, so yeah. talk to me about it. Yeah. Well, look, obviously, first, you got to do what my friend did, right? You can't be all things to all people. You need to be a branded authority with a singular focus, right? If you're unfocused, you're not going to make money. You want to make more money right now? Narrow your focus, okay? That alone, this month, can make you an extra twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000. Just if you narrow your focus and say, no, I'm not trying to do business with everybody. I'm going to do business with this type of person. That'll help you. But secondly, are you charging properly? Most people in business they don't charge properly okay if you now listen if you're selling i don't know coconuts you're gonna have to charge whatever the market bears but if you're selling you know coconuts in a restaurant are you charging appropriately are you making it possible for people to experience the best possible coconut dishes in a restaurant and that's the truth if you undercharge clients don't like that you want to charge not too much but not too little either you have to charge the right amount so clients go, this is worth something. And you want to charge the right amount so clients get value from it. So if you're a lawyer, right, and you solve complicated business problems and you charge $5, it's not good. But if you charge $5,000, it's good because people will respect you more. They'll listen to you more. They'll take advantage of what you have to say. So you need to charge appropriately. 
So you got to be narrow focus, charge appropriately. Those two things will move you. And then you got to get on the phone. You got to go see people and you got to ask for business. You're not going to get money if you just sit on your butt and you don't do anything. You're going to get money if you go talk to people and you want to do business. Right? I love how you're explaining it. It's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, we've got we've got certain Christians who in this aspect towards business they don't they don't have this knowledge and you know at times most Christians they practice prayer in their business where they needed to seek out knowledge someone who, who needs success in his business yeah it's so good to pray but at times they pray when they hurt to seek out knowledge you know someone might be experiencing um hardship in his business because he or she on the charts he, he does the charge the amount he hurt to, to the ones who are to patronize him or her couldn't because they feel like this is just too low for me something like that so just by listening to what you've explained i'm so sure that they will start to experience conviction that's why i said you were explaining in such a way that it's so so good and easy to understand so i got a word and i find it difficult to pronounce um say is it celacy or celacy it says that can you explain the word celacy s-a-l-e-s-y salesy 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 okay <laughs> yeah that means when you're coming across like all you care about is making a sale people mm. want to know you care about them as a person they don't want to they don't want to think that all you want is the money and the sale mm. so don't mm. come across as salesy come across like you care about the person mm. because life is about people man if all you care about is money no one's going to mm. trust you mm. 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 life is all about people beautiful so um what aspect of your story or what part of your story do you know that the listeners are going to benefit from that you would like to hear? Like what part of your story would you like to hear that you know is going to benefit the listeners? You got any? No, you could cut some. Well, I got a great story to share with you. Maybe this is oh. the last story we share because it's a good one. It's a good one to finish with. Yeah. So a few years ago, there was a woman who was a country director for Canada for a major f- firm in professional development and growth. And she was very good at what she did, but she hired a fellow to come be co-CEO with her. Kind of like Steve Jobs, you know, back in the day with Apple when he brought in John Scully. At first everything was great, but just like Steve and John, their visions of the future diverged. The board of directors got involved and they fired her and they kept him. Crazy, right? Um so she's gone and as a result of her being gone um you know she's lost doesn't know what to do just like Steve Jobs someone introduces her to me and my uh, my partner my lady and we could see that she was just you know a little upset about everything that had happened so we cared about her we believed in her we we showed her how to do things differently in her first month she made $10,000 good money second month $12,000 third month $18,000 fourth month 
and that number will become relevant in a moment. She lives five hours drive away from me in Ottawa, and my son at the time was 12. He plays football. He had a tournament in Ottawa, so we called her and said, "Hey, we will come in Ottawa for this tournament. You have a son, my son's age. You want to come have him meet my son, and you know we can all have lunch." So she said, "Sure." So we did that, and um, anyways, everybody had a good time. A few weeks later, she comes to Toronto. I'm having my quarterly branded thought leader immersion event. This is where people learn how to add, you know, twenty thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars to their income. And we were at the section where I did a an enrollment opportunity for a one-year mastermind. And that point, I don't talk myself. I ask my clients to talk. So I said, "Who'd like to share their story?" And she normally people put up their hands, but she just ran on stage. I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so I recede to the background. She's at the foreground, and um, here's what happened. She looks at everybody and she starts to cry. I'm like, "Why is she crying? Is she upset? What did I do?" <laughs> so my lady comes, gives her some tissues. She accepts them gratefully. And she looks at me. And she says, "Nikki, you didn't know this, but when you and your son came to visit me and my son, my son asked me, 'Mommy, mommy, who are we gonna go meet?'" And I said, "Oh, sweetie, we're gonna meet Nikki Balu and his son." And she, she said, her son got really quiet all of a sudden and said, "Oh, mommy, are we gonna meet the man who saved our family?" And I'm like, "What?" And she said, "You didn't know this, but when I came to see you, my family was on the verge of bankruptcy. We hadn't paid our mortgage in 18 months." My husband and I—we were fighting every day, and then I met you. You helped me make some money, and we paid the bank, and we stopped fighting. And you know, because of all the fighting, we we thought we were going to divorce. The kids thought we were going to divorce, but now everything's good. You saved our family, and this is what God God put this person in front of me and said, "Help them." And、that's what I saw. Is that's my job. I'm one of God's helpers, and my job is to help people. That that's really the truth of it. And I think that if you come through life and you say God has put you here for the for the sole reason of helping other people, then you're gonna have a good life. And that's my last story, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you so very much. You know, the story is a great one. It's a great story. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so very much. So,、um, to round up with, what would you like to say to anyone who is experiencing struggle in their businesses? What would you like to say? Is there、um, maybe some sort of link where they can reach out to you, or maybe a book or any classes or something like that? Yeah. Well, if you go to、um... Amazon. I've written a bunch of books, you know, and I also have podcasts, so you can listen to podcasts. But if you want to just reach out to me, go to my main website, eastcircleacademy.com, and reach out to me there. You know, there's a you can book a call, you can send an email, whatever you want. But books are a good thing, and so is podcasts. So take advantage of that. And one of my books, you can get it for free if you go to the website. Go download the book. So just go there and click on that. You can grab it. So great. 
Well, thank you so very much, Nikki. Thank you for your time. And thank you for knowing the invite. Thanks a lot. Thank you so very. You know, this is such a great meeting, and I tell you, a whole lot of people are going to benefit from what you've just spotted out, because you said some interesting things that is able to change people's mindset towards their businesses. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Thanks for having me. God bless you as well. Thank you for having me be a guest on your show. Very honored. So that's going to be the end of today's show. Bye, Nikki. Bye, bye. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us, and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.